Hey guys, welcome back to the Interwoven Podcast, where we are looking at scriptures and discussing how it's bearing fruit in our lives. Um, my name is Alex Meeking. I'm one of the directors at Pioneer Pacific Camp here in BC. Uh, and joining me today is our friend Pippa Balfour. Uh, hey, Pippa. Hey. Okay, so uh, anyone connected to camp in recent years, you would know Pippa. She's been a big part of our summer staff teams. Uh, most recently was our program coordinator back in 2009. Uh, Pippa is currently studying at University of Edinburgh in Edinburgh, Scotland. Uh, how are we doing, Pippa? Yeah, we're good. We're cold, but we're, we're cold. good. Yeah, it's pretty I, cold in here, but yeah, it's fine. Nice, right on. Well, it is good to see you. I should say off the top too that you're also, we're buddies. We, we, uh, we chat as much as we can. Uh, it's good to see you. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. This is so fun. It is. It is. I think I actually want to just start right off the bat and ask more of a life question in your life throughout the course of your life. What, um, kind of has your relationship and experience with the Bible been? Um, my relationship and experience with the Bible, uh, quite extensive in, you know, quite a turbulent way. Um, if that makes sense, my dad and my brother, they're both vicars. And then my other brother, like also works in the church. So I know my Bible pretty well, but I was the youngest of four and all my siblings were like very, you know, on it. And I was like spiritually, and I was always a little bit like, I don't think I can like live up to them so I always kind of knew my bible really well but I don't think it's not been until recently when I've actually like properly engaged with it and like really had it as a part of my personal life if that makes sense oh that absolutely makes sense like there's definitely that the you know the head to heart experience of mm. reading it um I would say my experience has been very similar to you know I grew up in a Christian school and and all of this and read the whole thing multiple times, but then it wasn't until later in life that it uh, got some yeah. traction. Yeah. We connect with that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's super relatable. Sweet. Well, uh, you were going to share actually from a, there's a specific passage that you've been engaging with that you kind of want to talk about. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and I'll read it and then we can jump into what that is. Um, sure. So we are reading from Proverbs one verses eight through 19. Uh, and here we go. Listen, my son, to your father's instruction, and do not forsake your mother's teaching. They are a garland to grace your head and a chain to adorn your neck. My son, if sinful men entice you, do not give in to them. If they say, come along with us, let's lie in wait for innocent blood. Let's ambush some harmless soul. Let's swallow them alive like the grave and whole like those who go down to the pit. We will get all sorts of valuable things and fill our houses with plunder, cast lots with us. We will all share the loot. My son, do not go along with them. Do not set foot in their paths, for their feet rush into evil. They are swift to shed blood. How useless to spread a net where every bird can see it. These men lie in wait for their own blood. They ambush only themselves. Such are the paths of all who go after ill-gotten gain. It takes away the life of those who get it. Wow. Yeah. It's a pretty heavy passage, but I mean, I think we don't, for me, definitely, we don't have to like go into all of the kind of like really 
heavy kind of nastier bits of it um because I think for I took it as an encouragement passage and kind of like a guidance into wisdom if that makes sense absolutely yeah Yeah. um so I was doing just a little bit of background onto like how I came across this I was doing a bible in one year um kind of course and on the this day it was kind of um I had a bit of a like wild morning and I was feeling a little bit not down on myself but I think my previous actions had really caught up with me um and just like times when I'd always been like yeah I'm super Christian but I just hadn't acted like it and I think I had really um here it says do not set your foot on their paths and I think I had set my foot on their paths and I was just like it had kind of caught up with me and I was really burnt out and not feeling particularly great um and yeah, so I was doing this Bible in a year and I was like reconnecting with the Bible and scripture and it was like really fulfilling. But I think there was always like a little bit where I was like, I really need to confront this. Um, mm-hmm. And God kind of like really put that confrontation on me and I had to just like face it head on. Um, and I was talking to a friend the morning just before I kind of sat down to do my daily, my daily devotion. And I was kind of saying how I was like oh I wasn't particularly like proud of some things that I'd done and he he was kind of like well like everyone was doing it like it's fine like you weren't like it wasn't bad it was kind of like you know all your friends were and I was like just because everyone else is doing it it doesn't mean that it's okay for you to and I was just like really feeling that and then I sat down and this was the scripture for the day and it was like my son if or daughter, um, if sinners entice you, do not give in to them. And I kind of like really felt that. And I was like really feeling the call to be like Jesus calls us to be countercultural and to be radical and to be different. And that is kind of what just sat on me that morning and has ever since. And I've kind of tried to hold steadfast to that little motto of just being like, no, it's fine. Let's be different. Let's not walk in that path. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah just like really try and be radically different because that's how God calls us and that's really how we're going to be fulfilled um and especially at the end it says it takes away the lives of those who get it um and I was going after things like ill-gotten things I guess ill-gotten gain as it puts it in that passage um and just kind of like um yeah, focusing on things that were superficial. Um, and it didn't completely like take away my life. I was, you know, but luckily I was just like fine, but I was just fine. And it really depleted my emotional life and my spiritual life. And it was just, yeah, really, I wasn't in a particularly healthy place. So then I kind of just like was looking at this passage and I was like, no, I felt, I felt so compelled and so called to just go on my own path and be radically different. Um, and yeah, it's, it's sometimes a little bit of a hard confrontation to have within yourself, but it is, for me, it was really worth it. Cause I was actually like, no, I can move away, but it is scary. And so the next, they do kind of three passages in this Bible in one year, mm-hmm. um, 
devotional every day. So you do three passages a day. And the one that they kind of paired alongside this proverb was from Matthew 6, verse 25 to 27. Do you mind if I just read it quickly? Yeah, go for it. Um, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? And so with that paired kind of with the Proverbs um, passage was a very... I think especially on that day where I was being like, oh, I shouldn't have been like everyone else. And it was like, mm. it's very scary when the people that you're walking alongside in your life, you feel that you have to all of a sudden be different. And it is quite a worrying thought and being countercultural and radical um, in the sense that kind of Jesus brings it into our lives is quite scary and then just to have that confrontation and then this passage about just being like don't worry Jesus has got you was just huge and like pairing this quite scary thought with a very calming soothing don't worry about it Jesus has got you was just really I don't know has really sat with me since and I think I was spiritually quite craving it before so it was just very interesting that it just kind of like came to me that day. And I was like, oh, and I think it was probably one of the first times I'd always heard like, oh, like I opened the Bible and God really spoke to me in that passage and my eyes just like fell on it. And I was like, yeah, wow, that's really cool. And then it happened and I was like, oh, yep, that was really cool. Ooh, felt that one. So yeah, it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I really love your articulation of it as well, because I, I see such a, um, a healthy balance of both the conviction, but also the grace. Um, but what I love about the way that you're approaching it is there is this humility of um, you owning your choices and, and you owning your experience, but then also owning that conviction and, and bringing it to his feet and, and knowing that. Cause I feel like the Proverbs one, um, that's a tough one. We can read that and it can be very, uh, it, we can take that in as many legalistic ways as we can. I, th- I think that's yeah. a hard one to read and actually accept. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also encourage the read, uh, the listeners to, to read all of Proverbs one. I think for context oh, yeah. and, and all of that, that might be helpful for here. That's just the section that jumped out for you. And so that's great. Um, but then also with the Matthew piece of, you know, it's, it's talking about anxiety. It's talking about these things. And, and it's like, just the understanding that, that um, for a lot of people, those are very real struggles as well. And, and you don't want to cheapen what's being said over there either. Um, but finding this balance of what are the things that, are just me holding on to things because of my choices and, and what are the things that I can actually let go of and, and, and leave at his feet. And um, yeah, as someone who's been with you in this, just being very proud of your humility in this process. Um, I find that that's been very, very healthy 
Um, I just wanted to tag that on for our listeners um, because yeah, when you read these two separately or even side by side, it can be quite polarizing sort of language even. Mm -hmm. Um, But what's bringing them together is this, your willingness to, to humbly read this uh, with, with open hands. Uh, And because of that, there is fruit taking place in your life. All of that being said, your experience with these scriptures, what it's doing in your life, the process continues. What would your sort of encouragement or challenge or invitation be to our listeners in regards to their own experience with the scriptures at this time? Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I think my encouragement would be I mean, don't be scared to approach the Bible, I think, was my big thing. I was kind of like, felt like I was, it was, a, it was almost like I was like craving it for a long time. And I kind of knew that, but I felt like there was this barrier between me and like really being able to be involved. Or I kind of was afraid of like, and this is very specific. And I'm sure there are people who are listening who have had very different experiences to me and like aren't afraid of scripture. And like, that's really amazing. And I encourage you to just like keep pursuing that. But I think for me, I was like scared because I was just, I felt unworthy of it almost. I was like, Oh, if I like go and start reading my Bible now, I'll be a fraud. I'm like too far gone. Um, I'm not too far gone. That makes it sound like I was like crazy, but I was just like, you know, a little bit, (laughs) maybe not acting the way I would have been like proud to. Um, And so it's just like, yeah, don't be afraid of just sitting down and opening your Bible because it's like a big inner battle for me, I think. But the reward was just so good because it's like, I've seen it impact all areas of my life. Like my mental health has done a 180 and it's just been like, I keep saying this word, but radical, which is a funny word because you're a little bit like, whoa, radical man, like very 90s vibes. But I think it is Jesus was radical and he can do radical things in your life. And you just have to like, that fear was so real for me of opening my Bible and being like, right, I am going to completely submit myself to this and I'm going to be ready to like face these things head on. Um and really like want to come back fully to Jesus. Cause I've always kind of like dipped my toe in and that's been like fine or like had amazing summers at camp where I felt so close to God and then kind of like had some spiritual burnout. And because of that, I was always a little bit like, Oh, I'm not very good at like keeping this up. And it's always been a little bit like, I think embarrassing is the wrong word, but I was always a little bit embarrassed in front of God to be like, I'm sorry that I've not been able to, mm-hmm. you know, live this fully committed life all the way through and just always be like 100% going for it. And so I was a little bit like scared to start reading my Bible and to like really bring myself before God and be like, right, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. But yeah. The first, it just felt like coming home to like open arms when I did. And it was, yeah, it was kind of crazy. I was a little bit like not really expecting that. And I was very comforted. 
And I did at the time, I didn't think I was like, oh my gosh, like I just had this spiritual encounter. But I think looking back, it was very overwhelming. And so in that way, it was nice. But so my encouragement, sorry, it was very long winded, but my encouragement would be, even if you feel like there's a little bit of a barrier and it's a little bit scary to like take the first step or take the plunge, um, even if it's like the hundredth time that you're trying and returning to the Bible, you've just got to like, I think just keep going. And yeah, don't be afraid to like return to God because then there was also, sorry, just a little side note. There was, I was reading a couple days after the Matthew scripture that I just, or passage that I just shared. There's another moment where Jesus is talking about forgiveness and how he's, I was a little bit like, oh gosh, like, I don't feel like I can be forgiven. Like I've been mainly for being like, oh yeah, like, I love Jesus so much. And then wandering from the path and then coming back. I think that was like my main thing that I was really embarrassed about in front of the Lord. And I was just like, I just don't think I can do this, mm-hmm. but he is just like, anything is like, I can, we can forgive anything. Mm-hmm. And I think especially after a passage in Proverbs like that, that is pretty heavy and a little bit scary in some parts to have those very comforting words of Jesus just being like, anything can be forgiven, like, mm-hmm. is a really beautiful thing. And so having, yeah, I would just encourage you to have courage, I think, which is a really hard thing to do. And it is, it can be really scary and really hard. But Jesus is a very warm person mm-hmm. and his words in the bible in this beautiful book are very warm and very loving and yeah it just makes it all worth it that first step yeah no that's great Pip. and and just that balance of the matthew verse of him just being like i got you i got you mm. but coupled with the proverbs of but what but you also need to choose what path you you want here Um, Yeah. And just, and that's been your experience of this conviction of, uh, Oh, like what am I seeking first his kingdom or these other paths? Um, and just for you to really, uh, take that ownership of, of your faith and and that this is truth. And I choose this path, but to see Mm -hmm. his provision and his care and his, his freedom for, for you. And that, um, it's been really special. Yeah. Um, but there is that that courage piece of let's just start down that path and and allow him to to do his thing because he's got you. Because um, he does have you. He's got you. And like once you take the first step, the next one is going to be so much easier because it's going to be with him and he's going to be pushing you along there. And it's great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. Just, no, that's fantastic. Yeah, and it is. It's I can say it's good news. It is good news. Um, Pip, this has been great. Uh, We're going to kind of close out here, but great words, great encouragements, great invitation. But to close out, how can our listeners maybe be praying for you in this time as well going forward? Um, I mean, on a superficial level, 
uh, my dissertation. No, I'm joking. Um, although that is happening. So if anyone wants to pray about that, that would be very appreciated. To just hold steadfast is the word that I think is really resonating with me right now and just kind of like perseverance and endurance is kind of those yeah prayer for that um in this time would be great in kind of every aspect of my life it's just facing a couple challenges uni you know life and then also in this faith journey to just like be able to hold steadfast to God because he's got you um but also yeah it's easy to get distracted by other things and I would just really appreciate some prayer in helping me stay steadfast in the Lord in this time would be really great amen love it well uh thank you Pippa it was beautiful well, thank to you. with the scriptures and uh we will see the rest of you next time on the interwoven podcast we'll see ya bye Pip. Bye.